And welcome to the Alliant Health Solutions podcast, Making Healthcare Better. My name is Rakia Campbell, and I'm your host today. And joining me is Regina Liddell. She's a facility administrator and home program manager based in Mississippi and works for a dialysis facility there. So um, thank you for joining me, Regina. Thank you for having me, Rakia. So excited to be here and share some knowledge. Good. So today we're talking about transitional care units, also known as TCUs. So transitional care units are designed to provide personalized educations to patients with kidney failure. Now, whether those patients are new to dialysis or transitioning between in-center and home dialysis or returning to dialysis after transplantation, um, TCUs actually offer a lot of support. The Advanced American Kidney Health Organization currently has an initiative goal of having 80% of newly diagnosed patients with kidney failure receive a transplant or be on home dialysis by 2025. Now, studies have shown that more than 50% of patients who completed education in a TCU will end up choosing home dialysis or as their preferred modality versus 15% on average. So um, it is a resource um, and a program that is really um, supportive and, and encouraging to the, um, the health treatment of those that are on dialysis. But, um, but Regina is really the expert on that. So she's gonna tell us all about it. <laughs> so, um, so Regina, share a little bit about what it is you do day to day at your facility. So TCU is definitely everything you pretty much sum that up. Um, it's a specialty program that we use in center for new patients, patients that are just getting started on dialysis. Um, the program lasts about four weeks. And mm -hmm. so we have an educator that comes in and she's trained on educating these patients on different uh, perspectives of dialysis. It can be anywhere from diet, transplant, um, home modalities, uh, palliative care. Um, we talk about everything during those four weeks and um, the educator meets with the patient for about 30 minutes um, while they're on the treatment floor receiving their dialysis. And it's just to reassure them that, you know, they have the support and the guidance to get them through um, the psychosocial portion of it. Um, we also have a dietitian and a social worker that actually meets with the patient as well and to answer any kind of questions that they may have and just guide them through those first four weeks of dialysis. That's awesome. So it really sounds like it's almost like a holistic um, approach to treating the patient. So like you said, you're, you're not just looking at the clinical aspect of what they're doing, um, but also looking at the psychoanalysis and, and all of that good stuff. So that's, that's really good because it touches all the components of really what can make or break a patient's success in a treatment program. So what are some of the benefits from your perspective of implementing a transitional care unit? We're actually seeing a um, huge increase in patients choosing home modalities. Um, from the perspective that I've seen um, lately, we had about 60% of the patients that were enrolled in TCU that have chosen to go home. Um, also, they're um, quicker to get a, a permanent access. Um, a lot of our patients were coming in with central venous catheters, um, and they were more... Um, 
they would make the choice to get a permanent access a little quicker than what we would see in the past. Mm-hmm. Also, um, guidance on fluid, you know, keeping them out of the hospital. We've seen a decrease in hospitalizations. So TCU has been a very good program and been very beneficial to our patients here um, on the Gulf Coast in Mississippi. And I just can't say enough about it. It, it, It's a very good program. Wow. So there's definitely really covered a lot of excellent patient patient benefits um, from having one, having that program at your facility. Um, Are there any benefits from a facility side that you've been seeing? Absolutely. Um, it, it keeps the patients engaged. Um, they know that we support them. Um, having that one-on-one time with an educator as well as a dietitian and a social worker, um, they get a better rapport. I, I've seen uh, the trusting relationship and also the other teammates um, that work on the floor during this time, they're more involved. They want to get in with the education portion and, and it's a continuation. So I think from a facility standpoint, uh, standpoint is it's a great program. Okay. So how long has your facility actually had one in place? We initiated TCU back in December. Um, and we have enrolled 17 patients since then. Okay. So, um, so what made your facility actually decide to move forward with implementing a TCU there? It was perfect because we have a high influx of of new admits and we had the staffing for it and we had the space. Mm -hmm. And so it just made sense. And we uh, also have a standalone clinic that is not too far from here with the home program. So our educator was chosen to be from a home, um, a PD nurse is actually our uh, educator. So she comes over, it's about five, 10 miles from here. So, um, and we're able to coordinate her coming to do the education. And so it just made sense um, just to try it and see what happens. And we have had great success with it. Awesome. Awesome. So you talked about you had the space for it. So in your specific facility, um, did it involve implementing the TCU? Did it involve any reconfiguring of your space or construction at all? It did not. Um, I, what I did, I worked very closely with my clinical nurse manager on the floor. And what we did was we had a space on a third shift uh, TTS where we um, actually placed those patients at where they could, you know, run pretty much in close proximity where the educator could, you know, talk to each patient individually. However, they were kind of separated from the other patients on the floor. So we wouldn't have any kind of interruption. So it it worked. It worked. Um, We didn't have to do any configuring. Awesome. And then you mentioned um, the staffing that you had an advantage of having staffing resources nearby. What kind of staffing level is needed to manage um, this type of program? You definitely need an educator that has time to be flexible um, because you have those patients that come in and they have to be educated three times a week, Mm -hmm. um, which will require a weekend um, on Saturdays because we run those patients on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays. Um, So we had to have the availability of the staff, uh, the educator. Also, the dietitian and the social worker um, need to be available because they play a huge part in educating the patients as well. And so this, it just made sense for us to do it um, with the home program um, correlation with the home nurse, because she was available during that time to come over and talk to those patients. 
Awesome. So really, do, if, if you can explain a little further for, for the transitional care unit, does each type of patient kind of have their own track of treatment? They do because patients learn different. And Mm -hmm. so you definitely have to know your audience. And so sometimes they may educate on diet a little earlier, depending on what the lab values are. Or if a patient comes in with a CVC, they may start educating a little earlier on a permanent access. Um, Mm -hmm. So it just depends on the the need for the patient and and how you present that information to the patient. So that's one of the big things that we discuss. Um, We have a core team um, where we all sit down and discuss those patients in TCU to see where the need is. So we'll know how to shift that education for that patient. Awesome. So it's definitely personalized for each patient, just depending on their needs. That's good. Absolutely. So we've talked about space, staffing. What about costs? Did your facility incur any additional costs setting this up? We did not. Um, Everything just flowed the way it needed to. As I stated before, we use our third shift um, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and that we have a a side space dedicated for those patients. And as we get new admits, that's their permanent seat. And uh, we communicate with the home nurse, hey, we have a new patient starting on this day. And she comes over and starts her thing doing the education and um, correlates, collaborates with the uh, social worker and the dietitian. They come up with a schedule so everyone knows how it fits mm-hmm. and, and it works, but it was no cost to, uh, no additional cost whatsoever to the facility. Wow, that's great. So, so we've got it up and running. We've identified space, staffing, no cost. That's easy. So tell us about the process from going from deciding to do TCU admission to, uh, to modality choice. How long does that TCU experience last for the patient? So the TCU experience is four weeks. Um, when the patient is newly admitted, um, we start the education on day one. Um, and like I said, they uh, the educators, whether it's the diet, uh, the dietitian, the social worker, or the educator are in, um, they spend that 30 minute time window with the patient. Sometimes it may be a little longer. It just depends on what the need is. However, that is what our minimum is, um, for each patient. And we follow them through, through the four weeks. And I will say by week four, that patient has made up their mind whether they want to do home dialysis or whether they want to continue to do to do in-center. Awesome. Awesome. So it's a definite time commitment for the patient, but they would be going through treatment regardless during that span of time anyway, right? Correct. Okay. So what about their care partners? How is How are um, folks that are on dialysis, how are their care partners involved in this experience? So if the care partner, if they have a care partner, if they have any kind of uh, questions or concerns, because we do send out handouts um, with the patient. And sometimes, you know, the care partners may have some follow-up questions. So we have a contact um, information of the educator, the social worker, and the dietitian where the care partners can actually get um, in contact with any kind of concerns or questions that they may have. And that's when that education portion um, collaborates with the care partner. Awesome. So as with any program, there comes, you know, goals and things you want to achieve. What is the ultimate goal for TCU? What does success look like? 
Well, we all know that home is one of the focus. Um, we think that all patients deserve to, you know, have their their chance to go home if they're if that's their choice. So um, the home modality has been one thing that we wanted to see an increase in, as well as patient outcomes. Um, we wanted to see patients do better, um, get those permanent access quicker, um, make those right choices to keep them out of the hospital. So our ultimate goal is to have better patient outcome as well well as um, have more patients to choose a modality that is more comfortable for them and fitting for them. Wow. So considering you've had this program going up, I think you said how many years? Uh, we just started in December of just last started. year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so considering you just started this recently, um, do you actually have any stories of patients where the TCU experience has made a difference, especially as it relates to someone who was really apprehensive about their ability to transfer and do home dialysis? Yes, ma'am. I actually have a success story where we had a patient who was terrified of needles. Mm -hmm. Um, He came in with a central venous catheter, a temporary catheter, and he was just depressed. Um, He didn't feel like he wanted to do dialysis. He had actually talked to his family about possibly going on hospice. And so once the educators started to um, engage with the patient and provide education for him, um, it became very personal for him. Um, he, He wanted to go home because he knew that home nurse was one of the nurses that would be taking care of him. And he had developed a a relationship where he was trusting her. Mm -hmm. And he actually, um, we were able to get him a permanent access by uh, via PD catheter. Mm -hmm. And he's actually on home dialysis and he is doing well. So that was one of our success stories. Yeah, (laughs) that's good. I'm sure many more to come, right? (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) So what advice would you give to a facility who's opening a TCU for the first time? I would tell them just to be patient. and just, you know, know that you're doing the right thing for the patients. Um, I'm quite sure if we could do it in every facility, I, I would highly recommend it because it is definitely uh, support and guidance for those patients. You're going to see better outcome. You're going to develop those trust and relationships that the patients need. You know, we're dealing with a lot of psychosocial when they're getting started here and, and that social worker uh, patient collaboration is so important. And that's something that they will get in TCU. The diet portion is so important, um, and, as well as ongoing education. And so I would just encourage anyone who's starting out with TCU, just be patient. Um, you know, you may have some patients that, you know, are kind of hesitant about it. However, they will see the benefits. You just keep educating them, keep giving them those resources and you will see great outcomes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking time to speak with me today. Um, I think this is really good information and, you know, our hope is that more facilities and patients will be able to participate in programs like this. Awesome. Well, I thank you guys for having me and for the opportunity to spread this knowledge. (laughs) And thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Align Health Solutions podcast, Making Healthcare Better.